0: Welcome to the Mark West Sportscast.
1: What's good, what's good, what's good. It's your boy West from Dave County. You know, one of your hosts on the Marcus and West show. Um, Hi.
2: I it's Marcus Benjamin in the building. Here we go again with the with the sports cast um let's get right into it man game five the Miami Heat what did they do they didn't show up like the Miami Heat that 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 we know and love um they they came out flat when it comes to the second half which is kind of a flip from you know how things have been going earlier in the series but it's like will they bounce back in game six and I think yes I think they'll bounce back because Every loss that they had in these in this postseason, they came and bounced back and won. So I expect them to come with that fire, no pun intended, or pun intended, you know, to really
1: come with that pressure
2: and, and take game six.
1: Now, me personally, I think we're going to win game six. I know that we're going to win game six because we're playing – eight people again like I told you in the last podcast. We're playing the five people on the court and then we're also playing the three referees that's not giving us no calls. Yeah, I thought it was a fluke originally when I seen it back in the days when Bosch and Whiteside was on the heat together and they was not calling fouls and they was giving Kimber Walker those ticky-tack call- calls in the playoffs you know, and then fast forward to now, present, I'm looking at it, and it's the same thing. I'm-
2: yeah, I mean, will, the, the question is, will it be a choke job? Sorry for, about yeah, that. Yeah, for Sorry even both that. sides on the east and west. Will, will will these teams choke? Like, And I don't think Jimmy Butler is going to choke. I don't think Gordon Dragas is going to choke. Last night he was, he was the only player who really showed up and really, um, you know, took –
1: I think we lost game. game five, personally, because Bam wasn't shooting the ball. This is one of the reasons why I told you that, yeah, I love him as a player. I'm happy he's on the on the heat, but look at him. He's doing everything but shooting the ball. You know, you're going to have to be able to create your own shots sometime. I think he could create his own shot if he had a shot. He just don't have a shot, you know. Um, I don't know. Certain people had a negative – the bubble had a negative effect on them. You see um, Nunn, you know, he's not playing as good. You know, you have
2: – I think Nunn needs more minutes, actually. I, mean, I, I think he needs more n- minutes right
1: now, but this is not the time to teach him um, how to play in the playoffs and when every time we put him in the playoffs in the game and he wind up not doing what he normally does. I love um Kendrick Nunn, but he's not looking at the same player. And right now – I already know everybody's against the Heat right now. We don't have time to hold his hand. You know, maybe in the future we could go ahead and do that. Maybe if we have a blowout lead in any of these games, we could go ahead and put them in. But, you know, when it's close and all these games been close, um, I mean, the the the, the actual in score doesn't represent what the actual game really was like. So I think that things that went wrong for the Heat is – Certain people wasn't doing what they normally do. What they normally do. Again, um, you got Adebayo, he need to shoot the ball. Yeah, you got um, double-doubles and, you know, you have – I'm looking at the scoreboard and looking at your final um, amount of points you created for yourself, but I'm looking at the game. Somebody created the points for you. you need, if you're open, I don't need you looking for a shot. I, I'm, not, I'm looking for a pass. I need you looking for a shot. And that's one of the main things with the Heat. Everybody else could be doing good. But if Bam Adebayo don't shoot the ball and make the ball going to the net, uh, we're probably going to have a little hard time. But I still think we got it in the bag.
2: Yeah, I mean, I I definitely think if Jay Crowder can start hitting shots like he was in those first couple of games, um, we'll, we'll be back to how those first couple of games turned out well, with the heat W. So if Jay Crowder can, you know, start hitting his shots, if Tyler Hero can give you at least double digit points uh early, uh then Dragic is gonna continue to do his thing. Jimmy Butler, I think, really needs to be more aggressive offensively. I mean he's passive and we understand you you want to get your team going, but Jimmy Jimmy Buckets, like like your name is supposed to be um, we need buckets, and Tyler Hero is a bucket. He he, he definitely said that uh, this week, that he's a bucket. He came through with 37 points this week, most by a 20-year-old ever, um, you know, since uh, Magic and a, and a couple of other players. But I think Tyler Hero needs to drive to the lane, drive to the lane and kick. If he does that, you know, it, it's it's going to be a problem because – tyler hero is a problem in the paint and if out of bayou can you know finish a shot at the rim i mean he missed he missed so many shots like right around the rim If exactly. he takes those shots it's a different game uh-huh. tyler hero gives you what he gave you in game four it's definitely a different game i'm already looking ahead to the to the next series i'm and you know that's that's I believe it's going to be the Lakers.
1: I'm looking at it, you know, normally I agree with you, but I don't, I don't agree with you on a sense when it comes to Jimmy Butler have to get more shots. He don't need to do all that. My whole thing is what got us all here was him creating shots for everyone else, and when he do create the shots, they actually knock the shots down. Again, I agree with the Crowder situation. He had a bad game. You know, he, he had a bad game three-point-wise. He had a good game all, all around, but he had a bad game three-point-wise, you know. And, and those threes, you know, that he missed and everybody else on the team, Dragic had a bad game with the threes. Um, You know, Crowder had a bad game with the threes. Igudala had, I think, zero points in the game. Games like that, you know, if you if you look at Series 1, Series 2, and Series 3 right now in the conference final, like, when we did good, when we were at our best, everybody was – in double digits 10 points here 15 points here some people got 20 points it'll spread it around that's what we need to go back to we need to go back to spreading the ball around yeah we're spreading the ball around but you gotta make your shots you could do everything right but if the ball don't go in the net everything you did in that play doesn't mean anything you know and that's the problem with the heat right now but again it's not just the heat it's the refs. The refs are not calling the fouls for Miami. And it's not just because I'm living in Miami. I'm saying this. Like, clearly looking at these calls, I'm like, I mean, my homeboy texted me the other day, and when the game was on, when it was reviewing the play with Dragic and Kimball Walker, I'm like, what are you, what are you reviewing? Are you reviewing the flop? Are you yeah. reviewing, like, what are we reviewing over here?
2: That play, that play was kind of bogus, I, I'm, I'm not going to lie. Um, it, was, it was technically called a hostile act that they were reviewing. I've never heard anything like that in my life. I mean, the bad boy Pistons w- w- would laugh at such, you know, tomfoolery. I mean, it, it's, it's ridiculous. Why, uh, Like all the calls, I think the calls have been horrendous. I, I think it's been like that throughout the whole uh, bubble experience. Uh, The refs are, are really calling really soft, soft fouls. I mean, it, even the one foul, I believe it was in the, yeah, it was in the Milwaukee series where, where Dragic, um just stood in the same place, didn't touch the dude. The dude, um, I think it was Middleton, um, basically shot into Dragic, and they called a foul, three shots, only gave them a chance, you know, to win that game. So, yeah, I think the refs uh, are just calling really, really soft fouls. Tim you know? I mean, Donahue. It's a soft era of the NBA right now. Tim
1: Donahue, what I need you guys to go ahead and do after y'all go ahead and um, listen to our wonderful podcast, y'all need to go ahead and look at the documentary on Tim Donahue. Tim Donahue explains what really happens in the NBA. This is the stuff that we already know, but he was a ref. He was a ref that took money. He was a ref that exposed everybody. He was a ref that went to jail behind this. You feel what I'm saying? So at the end of the day, you have the the NBA is here to make money, especially right now since, you know, everything's on TV. They want to spread the season on the, the series. Out. They don't want the heat to just keep sweeping people like we've been doing all series. They don't want that. They wanted to go to game six, game seven, and personally – They the storyline, the storyline is LA versus Boston. That's the storyline that they want. They want to talk about Magic Johnson and Larry Bird and the histories that they have of playing each other constantly in the in the NBA, all the titles. That's what they want to talk about. They do not want to talk about the heat. You know what I'm saying? Because with the heat, again, going back to what I was saying, we have the beaches. We have the fast cars. We have the great weather. We live where you want a vacation. And I know I'm saying it, you know, narcissistically, but still, it's the truth. We stay where y'all want a vacation. So, again, you don't want the Heat to get more coverage, right? Look at it right now. I'm just going to give you a few facts right now. The Marlins, usually boo-boo, they're making the playoffs. The heat. Yeah,
2: isn't that crazy?
1: <laughs> yeah. The Marlins are making the playoffs.
2: <laughs> you know, they the last time they made the playoffs was two
1: thousand three. I think when I they won was a championship against the Yankees. I just graduated. You know, know? <laughs> so 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 again, you got the Marlins making the playoffs. One, where did they stay? Miami, and they changed it from Florida Marlins to Miami Marlins because they know Which where I it's love at. That. You know, then you got UM. UM is doing good. College football is always better when we'll the Kings are doing we'll good. Big game you know, I mean, when you when you change penalties for a specific team, you know, then that means something. When you have three thirty for 30s, like I said in the last podcast with one team, then that must mean something. Then you got the Miami Heat, the Heat, the team what was it, fifth, sixth. They did not expect the Miami Heat to be where we're at right now. It just shows you it's not the player, it's the organization. That's why the Spurs did great. Nobody
2: believed in us.
1: (laughs) And they still don't. They still don't because we get about 30 seconds on ESPN, on Fox Sports. They're talking about the Cowboys and the Lakers. They get this whole segment, but the Heat sweeping people. The Heat heat is sweeping niggas everywhere. They're sweeping the Pacers. They practically swept Milwaukee. It's they should have swept. Suit.
2: We call that a gentleman sweep. Yeah, You know, you Four know. 4-1 is a gentleman sweep. Nah, it was a
1: Swiffer. It was a Swiffer. That's what I thought we were going <laughs> we to we do that them.
2: last time um, in this series. But unfortunately, the Heat, you know, lost that game. Um, you know, but the but the Heat have never lost a series being up 3-1. They're 11-0. So the I'm Heat. not worried at all. Uh, I think they'll, you know, come back and and win this series. i she's going to figure it out. You know, I'm liking what Spolster's doing, too, if you notice. Like, he's rotating um, his guys. And one of the things that the Heat got going is just how deep they are. They're a deep squad. Like, you got, like, the 10th guy getting minutes. Exactly. Solomon Hill is is in the Eastern Conference Finals getting minutes. Exactly. Who's, who Who the fuck is Solomon Hill? <laughs> you know? <laughs> Like, why are you even getting minutes? The one you that know? was traded, it just added, was as a piece. Yeah, I think it was in the Iguodala trade or whatnot. But he's getting minutes. So, I think Kelly O is a player that is probably going to get more minutes in the next game. Um, we already talked about Kendrick Nunn. I would love to see him actually get some minutes um, in this next game. And do um, something with it. But uh, Tyler Hero was actually – probably got more pub than uh, I've ever seen in years from ESPN as far as a Heat player after he scored 37 points. I mean, he was on ESPN all day, um, finally getting some pub for the Heat. I mean, obviously, it, it's a big, you know, feat that he accomplished. 20 years old, making plays, 37 points. His name is up there with, you know, magic and, you know, um you know other great players so
0: the potential
2: of tyler hero being a a a superstar is real you know tyler hero is going to be that guy that everybody knows his name you know like cheers you know everybody everybody's going to know his name you know tyler hero hero ball is going to become a thing the baby we we should go get our fucking t-shirts right now start making them you know, fucking round. We should go ahead and
1: wind up um, buying his uh, um basketball card, you know, because that you know right now, you know, I noticed the other day, you know, people making a whole lot of money off, off of um basketball cards. That's another story, but we're we're talking Tyler Hero right now because I'll buy his basketball card right now, and you know, I think maybe ten years from now, hopefully, he have a great yeah, career, like a couple and you know, we wind up doing something good. But as far as Tyler Hero, I like him. I don't love him. The reason what why don't I like don't love him it? is because he he is not when he drives to the rim he's not as controlled he's he 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 he, he's, he can finish the play I know what he can do but he he has the uh, propensity to actually run into the defensive player. And yeah. have to make a weird pass. He's or, kind of a risk taker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, yeah. I like that about him, but wrist- have a little bit more control. Cause I know he got the he got the hands with the basketball. He got the shot. He got the moves. But again, sometimes just be a little bit more control. Take your time. You know, you don't need to go so fast. I think that's his major problem right now is he you move know, a little too how many
2: fast. 20-year-olds you got to you know, tell that, though, man? 20-year-olds yeah, 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 move yeah, fast, it's, man. It's, it's, you remember when you was 20 years old, how fast we, you
1: were, were you moving, bro? I,
2: was, I know I was moving fast and doing all kinds of fast-life shit.
1: But, again, <laughs> if we talking about basketball, if you talking about real-life shit, then I know what I was doing when I was young. I was moving no, kind of crazy. The, <laughs> it's the
2: same mentality that this kid has. He, he's, he's he's reckless. He has unabandoned. Uh, unabandoned regard for human life you know <laughs> he just goes out there and he makes plays and he's like i'm gonna let the chips fall where they may because my last name is hero
1: my you know my, main my last name with, is hero i'm the hero my main thing with hero is you know his confidence that's the number one thing i got with him that's a positive his confidence because everything else he got you know he could he could do a little better on defense, but of course, who's not gonna pick on the on the rookie or defender? Like you know you you didn't come into the league being a top defender. No, you you came into the league like Duncan Robinson because of scoring. You right. know, so right. so you know ultimately, what hero? Um, he you you have positives and negatives. The negatives is he's not as consistent. One game he's doing this; the next game he's not. You know, he's, he's, still a he's not a superstar though. yet. You know. Uh, I, you know, I like I like what he did in the, uh, in the playoffs so far, but again, me personally, I know we're talking Tyler Hero, but I like Kendrick Nunn a lot better than Tyler Hero. I like the I like the topic a lot better than um I, I like the guy better than Tyler Hero because you know point guards is a point guard league now, you know, and not just that, but Tyler Hero is a shooting guard. And I'm just looking at it like, you know, big picture, like, put you against Tatum. Can you guard him and defend him? I don't know if I could really trust you like that. You know, can can I put you on uh, um, Kawhi Leonard, I, Paul George? Nah, I don't know if you can probably you, – you'll be able to score, but they're going to get theirs. You know, like, I, I don't – you know, your defense needs a, a, a upgrade. It's great. You know, normally rookies don't have – any type of defense he he has something you know, but um me personally kendrick nunn is is where it's at because it's a it's a point guard lead one Kendrick nunn he could shoot he could do everything he could defend he got the defense he got the offense he got the i q that you want on a young player um um, Ken, um Kendrick nunn, but I don't know what's going on right now in the playoffs you know some people shrink in the playoffs like paul george did um i don't know if it's the bubble i don't know really what's going on with none i like tyler I'm, hero i'm gonna but. say
2: this right now tyler hero has got bigger balls than lebron oh. you know he oh. got bigger oh. balls than lebron so De-de-de. i can say that right now in his rookie season he is not afraid of a big moment at
1: all he does not shrink he he relishes in that opportunity and he, contrary to lebron like you're saying the reason why he got bigger balls than LeBron is because he knows that he can shoot. LeBron knows that, yeah, you can shoot, but you're not as consistent. LeBron is not consistent at the free throw line. LeBron is yeah. not consistent at the three. You know, Tyler Hero, look, he's, consi- like, like, he, what, 80 90% shooter at the, at the free throw line? I'm not yeah. sure. I don't have the numbers in front of me, but, you know, he's a three-point shooter. He can shoot the free throw. He can shoot the three. He can shoot the mid-range. And not knocking LeBron, you could do it too, but he can do it better than you. The only difference is LeBron, you're a freak. You feel me? You came out the womb 150 pounds right. strong, you right. know. I so don't like LeBron's different.
2: game, to be honest with me. I mean, he's got a clunky style of, of, of basketball. He, he has no grace with, you know, the way he plays basketball. He's not a Kobe who has that real Mamba mentality. See, but that's he's the reason. He's not a Dwayne Wade who's gonna give you all he has on every play. You See, know? Um, and, you know, set up his players for, for big plays. He's I as far as like there there's so many other plays that are more aesthetically pleasing than than LeBron's that are not even close to but his stature. You like gotta, like a Tracy McGrady, for example. But like think that's a it. player like I, I as far as watching him, I would like to watch him play more than LeBron.
1: See, but think about it. I but feel Tracy you 110%. Percent. Matter of fact, I feel you 200%. You know, it's 100K down here. You know, I feel you. But imagine you coming out the wound at 150 pounds, and you could get 30 points just you being the size that you is. That would be dangerous. Like, bro. you're not really going to be focused <laughs> on certain crafts. You're shooting your, you know you may have the iQ, uh, but again, LeBron learned certain things late in his career. you got to understand that he came to the heat you know at a certain age, yeah, he was still young, you know, but he was not he was not a, a spring chicken now. Come on now, you got to understand like he started uh, um, learning his shot at a mm-hmm. l- later in his career, whereas Kobe he had the shot at eighteen years old right. LeBron, all you, you, you know all you need to do is just go to the paint, run to the hole, and you, and you good. So, you know, it's a difference. I don't like him, but, you know, I'm going to acknowledge certain shit, you know. It is what it is. You're a freak of nature.
0: All right, so I wanted to transition to, uh, since we're talking about white boys who could play basketball, I wanted to transition to Luka Doncic. Do you guys think th- this guy is going to be a future
1: great? Me personally, I'm gonna, I'm gonna I'm gonna answer that first. I think he's gonna be a great player, but I I don't I can't really say if he's gonna be a Hall of Famer because you got a lot of great players in the NBA. Everybody that's in the league is a great player. You wouldn't be in the league if you wasn't a great player. You know, you may not be that great compared to the okay. rest of the greats that's in the same league as you. A lot of OK players you are know. Hall of Famers, though. That, that, that's what I'm saying. But Luca, I think he's gonna do good because. He got Porzingis right now. He 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 has the IQ. He has the shot. You know he's a risk taker though. You know and and with high risk you got great reward, but you you get major loss. So so you know my whole thing is he's not a rookie. The reason I think that he's good because he came from overseas. He's been playing professional basketball. It's not the same situation like Tyler Nunn, um Tyler or Nunn. Or 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 Duncan or or Crowder, all these people that took the 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 hard path, you know. And kind of matter of fact, let me take that back, because he kind of did take the hard path, because you came from overseas. You know what I'm saying? So, but I don't think that he, you can put him in the Larry Bird category right now, like Stephen A. and the rest of these other analysts. Go ahead and put him in right now. I think he's a really good player. I don't think he's a great player yet. He does great things in. Uh, um, um, situations crunch time this that and the other but me for me it's time will tell with him because I'm just gonna go on facts like you normally don't have a white player I, look I don't want to talk shit about white player but you normally don't have a white player just dominating like that you know that's a right. that's like seeing a unicorn you know what I'm saying <laughs> yeah I mean at the end of the day you, they, they can shoot they normally can shoot but they normally not not in 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 the playpen with them wolves you feel what i'm saying they normally they normally finesse with their with their strategy i mean i think luka
2: doncic can be uh a hall of famer i think it's a possibility i think it depends on if he can win an mvp i feel like that mvp like puts you okay well you know you one of the more respected basketball players to ever play this game and there's only a few ple- few players to ever win an MVP. Uh, one of which who's from Europe is Dirk Nowitzki. Just about and it can he be on that type of level? I could see it. I could see it happening. I mean, because he has that dribble drive that Dirk Nowitzki didn't really have. Although Dirk did have that patented step back shot that, that, you know, players are still trying to perfect.
1: Not to cut you, you don't think he's like a bigger Dragic?
2: Um yeah, I could say that I would say that's a definitely a, a really good comparison. Um, they actually played on the same team and won the European Championships you know uh, for so, Slovenia. So, you know, definitely I, I I think that's a a really good comparison. I think Doncic if he wins that MVP like Dirk Nowitzki, you can start to put him in the all-time greats. Now, can he do it? That's the question, because this is a really unique season, obviously, for obvious reasons with COVID or whatnot. And we're playing in the bubble. um, But a lot of players were not playing this year. There was no Steph Curry. There was no Kevin Durant. uh, There was no that's for Clay Thompson, uh, Kyrie. Mm -hmm. All these players did not play this year. So, yeah, this was probably your opportunity because once Dunboys boys come back it's going to be a lot harder for you to to win mvp um and and the thing about this mvp award it's like can a can a player really win it if you got two superstars now it's like if it's almost that it's almost if like, you got to be the only superstar. Like, Giannis, he's the only superstar really on that team. Look, so he's winning it. Or when James Harden was playing for the Rockets, he was really the only superstar on that team. But now Westbrook is there, so you can't really win the MVP. I don't think Westbrook. He won the MVP, you know, kind of by himself at Oklahoma City.
1: I think that shit really don't mean shit, to be honest with you. Like, the MVP award, yeah, the it really don't mean anything because I mean they gave it to Giannis, but he he was not he didn't he didn't play he didn't get nominated first defense in the NBA. He got nominated the second team and he won defensive player of the year. I don't know how that happened, you know. You would think that a player that won defensive player of the year and and MVP, you know, for the offense, um, you would think that um he would actually um made first team defense on nba and he didn't he made second team and he still won um defensive player of the year but that's another subject but um personally like when it ultimately comes down for me i think it don't really matter if you i think you should have one superstar i don't think that i don't think that jimmy buckets is a superstar i fuck with you jimmy the long way i fuck with you but you know The reason why you're not a superstar is because your shot is not where it need to be. Same way when I talk about Adebayo. If you had that shot, like, you probably could be one of the best players in the NBA because you have the shot, you got the defense, you got the IQ, you got the grit, you got all of that, you know. And, you know, certain players, they know their limits, you know. So that's why I don't agree on certain things when people say, you know, he should, you know, try to, you know, do a lot more in the game you know point wise but again, I think the heat the the spurs um certain teams are showing you that it really is team basketball, you know, like like when it comes so, down to it these these organizations that are are superior, these organizations that are consistent that's the New Englands Bill Bellatrek, Tom Brady, even though he's gone that's the that's the, the 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 Spurs, Popovich. You know the Tim Duncan's. The you know they're retired now. But you gotta understand, you can't get no cohesiveness. You can't you can't really become a great NBA team if you're always trading away um, your players and y'all don't have that chemistry. You know what I'm saying? So me right now, the Heat is showing you. Right now we're in the the Eastern Conference Finals. We practically swept everybody, and um. Yeah, it, and it, it, it shows it's you that you don't really need in the NBA like two superstars, three superstars that will work. You know, like in a sense, when it comes to Golden State, you have um Steph Curry, you got you got uh, 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 um Durant, you got you got Draymond Green, you got um um Thompson. You know um it, you, and they all can shoot. They deadly wherever they at, but. Me, personally, I think that you need to actually have um, a real cohesiveness when it comes to the teams, um, uh, real chemistry. And if you have that and you have people that can actually shoot and have other aspects to their game, I think that's where the game is actually really going. Yeah, speaking
2: of teams, I think uh, that's the thing with Dallas, if we're going to talk about Luka Donkish, let's talk about Dallas. I mean, Dallas—they got some players. They got the unicorn, like you kind of mentioned earlier, uh, Porzingis on the team, um, and they got some other, you know, you rang. <laughs> they got you rang. Um, you know, they—they they got some other players that you know can be nice compliments to Dallas. But I think the MVPs are important. I think I'm gonna d- disagree with you on that. Uh, but what also is important is the team that's around you, there which you is know. what the Heat have, you know, in winning championships. Because championships, I think, are kind of overblown to me because you have to have the right situation around you to win a championship. You could be a great player and not win a championship. Obviously, you I know, know I Dan obviously. Marino is one of them. Um, so championships also matter. But will Dallas ever win a championship? I don't think so. Um, Unless you build some, you know, you bring in another superstar to play with Donkich, then they might have a chance. But I don't think he can do it on his own. And if he can, then, yeah, he's a Hall of Fame. This
1: is the main problem when (laughs) it ultimately comes down to it. When you talk superstars, you talk salary cap. These superstars is not asking for $10 million. They're asking for the max when you give that superstar that money that means that certain money got to get allocated to you specifically so again like yeah we gave jimmy butler that money he's not a superstar yeah but he 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 he, he gave leadership he gave grit he gave a certain thing that you can't actually uh, write up so again yet yeah, a superstar means something but it don't mean anything because again you got you got Paul George. He's considered a superstar or a star. He was he he came up short. You have Kawhi Leonard. He's a superstar, but in, in that specific moment, he came up short. And the reason why he came up short is going back to what you were saying as you need everything around you because when, when Kawhi was with the Raptors, he had an all-around team. When he was with the Spurs, he had an all-around team. LeBron, when he had – when he came to Miami, he had a all-around team. But sir, you, you can have the superstar, but if you have two, three superstars, remember you got to pay them that money, and that means that you're not going to have the best players um, coming on your bench. You're probably going to have people on their last leg coming to play with you because they're chasing a championship, but ultimately, me, going back to what I was saying originally, um, is you really need a cast that really can shoot, a cast that really put their body everything um like on the line for that team and that just shows you like jimmy butler he could care less if he had 30 40 50 he could care less if he had 10 but as long as my team won because i set him up with assists because you know i helped with the defense you know certain things so yeah a superstar means something i ain't meant to say it don't mean anything it means something but it's not everything because when you got superstars you got to deal with their attitude they act like they shit don't stink you feel me lebron felt like that when he came to miami he act like his shit didn't stink bumping pat rod uh, not pat riley but eric spolstra and, and, and certain things like that but again our topic is um what 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 really defines a a a a really good championship team or a great team or somebody that can be an mvp on a championship team is really team remember the second word is team championship team great team if your team ain't great you're gonna be like lebron always going to the finals and getting swept you're gonna be like um um yannis um did the mvp and you got swept. So again, you have to have a cast around you that 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 really to put everything on a line and yeah, you put everything on a line, but you really can shoot the ball and make it go in the bucket when the time is needed.
2: Yeah, speaking of superstars, I mean we we got a we got a superstar tonight playing in De'Aaron King. Um he has potential to be one of the biggest superstars in Miami. Um, because to be honest, we a football town, you know. Once the football teams are winning, like it's like we winning on on all levels. I mean, the Heat, the Heat do their thing, and I love the Heat, obviously, but the city would really be on fire if one of these football teams start winning. Um, and Derek you. King is actually you. a player who you know you can say is the superstar of the Hurricanes right now. Um, if he can win, not just tonight, because I feel like they're definitely going to win tonight, um, but it still probably will be closer than, you know, than we think just because it's Florida State. Um, but Derek King, if he can play a good season and really bring this team to at least 10 wins, you know, he, he'll be uh, forever immortalized as one of the great quarterbacks to have a play at least one season um, at the U. The question is, off, can they beat Clemson? Talk about who Derrick King is, who we're talking
1: about, U.N. versus Florida
2: State. Okay. You, I mean, De'Aaron King is, is the starting quarterback for the Canes, um, playing Florida State tonight, 7.30, um, prime time. I think they're going to, you know, definitely win the game um, because they have better talent than Florida State right now. And their quarterback on the other side is garbage, straight up. Um, Blackman, you know, he he, he is just garbage. I mean, sometimes (laughs) he makes some plays like on it with his legs, but throwing the football, he's terrible. Although we are kind of suspect defensive in the defensive backfield. um, I feel like they're good enough where they can make plays. I mean, they made plays last week, got a couple of interceptions or turnovers. um, So maybe they can do that again. But as far as, like, the defensive line against their O-line, though, mm-hmm. that's where it's a mismatch. Like, Miami's going to be dominating that defensive line. Blackman's going to be on his back most of the time. Uh, um, As long as we can stop the run, it's going to be an easy win. I... Um, I really don't see how Florida State wins this game. I agree on a lot
1: of things, but I agree on the first statement you said, where this is a football um, state, football city. Really, personally, like I grew up in Miami my whole life. You know, I don't think it's a football city. I think it's a sports city. Whoever's winning, whoever's winning, that's where they're going. (laughs) Yeah, like like they could care less. More like a if you're city. winning, we're more a winning city. Like, than <laughs> like, 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 city. that's why I say sports <laughs> because like if you win is winning, they go into the games. If the Dolphins is winning, they go into the games. Like like I'm just being real. Like when we played Notre Dame, like um was it last year or the year before last? Like that's when I had took you to the game, Chris. When was I? Boom! Like I look, three years ago. The, like we were over there and we're used to losing. Okay, but we have a new coach. We winning the quarterback was suspect, but we still found a way to win these games last minute, however it was. But everybody was at the game, and I have season tickets. like I've been going to all the games, and I never really see UM look like that um, since when I was in high school, you know, when we played West Virginia and, and uh, uh, um I forgot who they put, um, who they put on 20 folds. It was our running back. I think it was Willis McGahee. somebody, somebody got put on twenty foes and was on ESPN. When I seen it live in the in the stands, I'm like, that shit gonna be on ESPN. Guaranteed <laughs> the next day it was on ESPN highlight. You know, damn I wish I remember the exact um running back and the exact linebacker that put it to him, but it what is what about it is.
2: The the championship game to O one?
1: Nah it was West Virginia. I don't remember if it was a championship game. I don't remember what oh, type West of game Virginia, it was. We we're know. playing West Virginia, you know, and and, and we won that game but Our running back got put on 28s, you know. (laughs) Fuck 24s. He was on 28s. That linebacker ate him. But um, going back to what you were saying, normally um, they say that this is a sports town. Not a a sports town, but a football town. It's a sports town. Whoever is winning, that's where we're going. We could care less if it's baseball, football, hockey. It doesn't matter. Uh, As far as what the UM game... Um, the game that we have tonight at 7.30, uh, Marcus just said at 7.30, make sure you live on prime time. you going to put it on them boys. But, yeah, Blackman, he's not a great quarterback. He has he has the legs. I, I don't really like playing scrambling quarterbacks. He's going to get he, some he, first downs. He, he's he's going to get some first downs. Trust me. He's going he gonna to make us feel some type of way like, damn. Yeah. This motherfucker. His arm yeah. is not consistent. He has an arm, but it's not consistent. He kind of reminds me of uh,
2: he's, he's, like, he's like a poor man's Malik Rozier. There who, you go. There you go. Right on the a, head. A quarterback uh, right for the Hurricanes back in the day. on yeah. the
1: tippy. But, again, I think U.M. is going to go ahead and win this game. Um, piggybacking off what my dog said, I think it's going to be a close game because, one, it's a rivalry game. We always close – it's always a close game when it comes to um, FSU. If it's a close game and it, it wind up being a field goal that determines it, I put confidence on U.M. because you seen my dog last week, 56 yarders, 48 yarders, you know. You got on the score? I got prediction on the scores. Um, if it's a blowout game, I have U.M. 32 to FSU 20. Wow. If it's That's a, so close to my score, if yo. It's a, yo. If it's a close game, wow. I think it's going to be like maybe like 17, 17 to 15 or I, I'm not even worried about it. You know, I'm not even worried about the, the, the actual score because something fluky is going to happen where a safety happened and you yeah. got two points or I think, some um, bullshit like that because of the rivalry game, but I think it, you know.
2: Yeah, I think the scores in my head. I I said the score like when he asked it, and I said it was gonna be thirty-one <laughs> twenty-one. You know, <laughs> and his was thirty-two <laughs> twenty. So, like that's that that's the type of uh, game I think it is. You know me. Um, I watch the spreads, and it's an eleven-point spread tonight, which means we're supposed to win by eleven points. I don't watch the spread, so I think. It's going to be around that. It's going to be around a 10-point game. Um, I think the Hurricanes don't get respect, though. I feel like if, if it's thirty-one twenty-one 31-21 game, real Hurricanes fans not going to really get a game's respect. Because a team like that, who lost 16-13 to Georgia Tech, who thus lo- uh, loses in the following week, we're supposed to win by more than that. You know? Like, it. I would say, like, okay, we have a chance to beat a Clemson or to possibly make the playoff this year if we can beat Florida State tonight by 20 points. 20 statement. points or more.
1: Uh, I don't agree on that. I don't think we could beat Clemson because their quarterback is like bread and butter. You know what I mean? Our like, quarterback he, is too, he, he, man. Our quarterback is live. Our quarterback is, our quarterback is live. Believe in the king. Clemson's
2: quarterback, um, Trevor Lawrence, Yeah, Trevor Lawrence, Trevor Lawrence uh, is one of the, the best the quarterbacks I've ever year. seen in high school as a high school player. That kid was amazing. Like just watching his tape is just he, he's a precision passer. Um, he He's, you know, as far as like coming out of college, he's one of the best since Andrew Luck Just like straight up come out of college. You know, this guy is going to be great. And and you know of course uh, Joe Burrow and Tua who I think are gonna be you know those quarterbacks are the quarterbacks of the future to me. But don't sleep on De'Ara King, bro. This is a sleeping. player I'm that was nominated for the, the trust um, me, man. I fought Heisman with him, before man. he got
1: I fought with hurt. But I'm just I'm just going on like history. I'm going on being a UM fan. Like I'm used to seeing it's bullshit. It's a new era, you know. I know it's a new, a new era. era. I know it's a new era, but it's not a new era yet because that a era started Miami. last year, and we weren't consistent when we had senior players on our team. And when it comes down to this year, you have people dropping the motherfucking ball. Like like Diarra could do whatever he do, but if the if, if if the if the wide receiver ain't catching the motherfucking ball when it's right in your hands, then it don't yeah. matter what Derek King do. Derek King is doing certain things because, yeah, he see it is open. Okay, so I'm gonna go ahead and run it. But when he see it, throw it, and you wide open, and you drop it, what that shit ain't gonna wind up being on the on the stat sheets. Yeah, None of that honest, shit. Uh,
2: their their receivers are are a suspect at times, uh, but I think Derek King could overcome that. You know, because he can make plays with his legs on third down and fourth down if needed. And the running game is good enough to, to be consistent because we got some boys back there. You know, um, Jalen Knighton from Deerfield, Don Chaney Jr. from Belen Jesuit in Miami. True freshman out there balling. And you got Cameron Harris, who's definitely going to be uh, a draft pick. uh Next season, he may be the second or third running back taken off the board in the in the twenty twenty, uh, NFL draft. Um, I think just the combination of that, as long as he has good play calling from this new offensive coordinator, and I'll touch on last year. I mean, last year was a fugazi year. This year, it's, it's a year that you just want to forget about because it was a losing season. The offense was trash. Um, from most of all the season um, The defense held up For the most part for you to win games And the special teams was garbage Too See. and they definitely Fixed the special teams with with the kicker that We have uh, a hometown Kid uh, from Miami Booker T Washington was nominated for the Best kicker award last year Drilled the longest field goal uh, In a game uh, So you got that. Is that's going to be a difference for us to win games Um <sighs> So if we can just limit it let's, if we fast forward the limit dropping Clemson, the
1: motherfucking ball when that shit's Clemson when that shit's right Miami. there in the pocket you got a if motherfucking hold that, that shit
2: they they have a chance
1: who who has a chance
2: Miami they have a chance to I think to win Miami this has a
1: chance but I think this year really I don't expect no championship I fought with Miami I fought with Eric King I feel King, like they can win the ACC. But I think we yeah I think we can win the ACC if it's not for Clemson. But again, me personally like I think this year is like a stepping stone for next year and the year after that. Well, so yeah. all these motherfuckers You can that, say that every year though. no 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 no. The reason why I'm saying that We've been these, saying that every nah, year. but every Hurricanes fan like, "Oh, this is a stepping stone, the stone the for next year." The reason why I'm saying that, <laughs> The reason why I'm saying that is because De'Aaron King said that he don't mind playing this year and another year, what you win. That's one. So I expect them this year and next year. I don't year. trust that either. You know, he gonna see that money and be like, you know what? Yeah, <laughs> I, don't, I don't trust it too. But I'm gonna go go get know, that gonna money. Go. I'm gonna go on what the motherfucker said. I'm gonna go on his word. You know, I only fuck with niggas that keep it a hundred. So if that's what he said, then I'm gonna go ahead and listen to what he said. This year is a fluke. You know, you got the Ohio's, Ohio States that haven't played yet, certain teams that haven't played yet. So, yeah, you you probably wind up on um, being a high pick or you probably not. If you're not a high pick, even in the second, third round, they wind up staying to the crib in Miami, doing your thing. Next year, boom, if we wind up having all those five-star players that normally leave the crib to go to Alabama, to go to the FSU, to go to the Louisville's, then yeah, it'll be a different story because you got to understand. A come down here and just
2: snatch players niggas at the, from crib, the crib. They uh, they we, they just like our city. We usually have great wide receivers. We got great cornerbacks, uh-huh. defensive ends, running backs. Uh-huh. Um, come from the crib. So a lot of colleges come down here and they snatch players because why? they don't have those type of playmakers where they at. Nah, but why you know?
1: though? Why they snatch them? Because, because they, they don't Miami have those type ben of players garbage where they for at for the longest years. <laughs> nah, they have. But they Miami, have Al Golden over here fucking shit up, having people, normal people, paying bread to have a plane fly over the stadium to say fire this motherfucker. You feel me? They had I mean, Randy that Shannon. The, that was the worst hire. They had, one of the worst not hires just that. ever. Even Randy Shannon. Randy Shannon history. too. Randy Shannon is a bad play, uh, A black, bad player. coach. Why? Because terrible. you, worried about, golden you years. worried about having the, the players uh, 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 um, get a degree. Nah. you don't worry about that. That motherfucking player worried about getting a degree. His mom and his dad is giving him the business at the crib to get his degree. Look, the coach is there. To win games, the coach is there to make you a better player, a better person. As far as that degree, nah, the coaching at the room, staying up, having you do that paper, having you look, look, nah, 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 that was Randy Shannon's problem. Our golden's problem was D'Onofrio. That's your homeboy. You fought with him the long way. But this nigga doesn't play man to man. He plays zone all fucking day. And we got the motherfucking speed coming in day kami So if we got the speed, you go ahead and going play man sometimes, but normally you gonna play. You're gonna play zone, but you're gonna normally play man. Cause we got the speed. Right. So again, ultimately when it comes down to it, I think right now, yeah, it's a new era in Miami. We have this stepping stone season right now because motherfuckers going to call it the fluke. Motherfuckers like Ohio State ain't playing. Other teams that would be probably in the playoffs ain't playing. Hopefully they in the playoffs. So it really won't be a fluke. So the motherfuckers that want to play this year or you got people that's five-star that's not playing this year, they often to go to the league. Next year ain't going to be like that. Hopefully COVID is gone. Hopefully we go back to normal shit and then that's when you're going to go ahead and rate shit. But if right now Miami could go ahead and use this point right now as a stepping stone to have them players that's five-star, four-star, to stay to the crib.
2: It it could be a stepping stone.
1: 2021, 2022 may be a different story because 2022, Derek King probably going to go to the NFL.
2: I mean, it it could be a stepping stone. I mean, we'll we'll see. I mean – that golden era was anything but golden let's let's just be um you know frank about it um but after that you had the mark Richt era which which was a revival of, of some sorts um you know mark Richt, an alum from miami played um decided to come back after coaching years with Georgia and winning SEC championships over there. He came back uh-huh. and like brought this team back but to where it's supposed to do. But what he so did, one detriment, he,
1: one detriment, you hired your son. You do not hire family members. So if they fucking up, you could fire the ass. You did not want to fire him. And that's why you retired. They probably didn't say it in ESPN or Fox Sports or anywhere else in the news. But you fucked up by hiring your son to have him the quarterback coach and he did not do anything to help these players better themselves. Carry on.
2: Yeah, um he definitely fucked up with um hiring his son. I mean, that was definitely a bozo move. But um he did revive this this program though. He he helped to donate his own money to do the indoor practice practice facility which puts you on this on the level of other players to um that are out recruiting miami out, um, out of the crib the reason why it they were out recruiting us so much was one for that reason um facilities were just not up to par two they were on probation for who who knows how long. They, they took scholarships it. away because somebody, you know, was, you know, taking some of our players and, you know, taking them to the strip club and buying them lap dances and shit.
1: Snitch ass you know? nigga like Um
2: you know, So we got on probation for a while, so that hurt us because we can't play in a bowl game, we're getting less scholarships. So if I'm a five-star recruit, I'm going to be like, nah, let me go somewhere else. Let me go to Alabama. Let me go to Florida. Let me go to LSU. Let me go to Ohio State mm-hmm. where I can actually play for uh, a championship. So now that that era is gone and, and Mark Rick helped bring us back, I mean, we were number two after that, you know, Season we yeah um that that game you alluded to earlier when they beat Notre Dame they were up to number two in the country at at one point and they haven't been that high since the you know early two thousands but after that and you, you have a really bad season Mark Richt is an old guy couldn't handle the pressure so you bring in Manny Diaz the current coach of the of the Hurricanes the
1: problem the, problem. the first
2: year he comes back uh the first year of, of him being a coach. He just hired the wrong guys that first year um, as the offensive coordinator. I agree. Um, That – I can't even think of his name right now. I'm glad I'm trying to erase his name from memory. He was so garbage for the team. Don't remember that motherfucker. Um, He garbage as (laughs) fuck. You know? He garbage as fuck. But he was not – obviously not qualified. I'm not even sure where he is now. He he didn't get a big-name job. He took a step down, so he obviously – wasn't do doing what he's supposed to do as a Miami Miami Hurricane coach, which is coach us the championships.
1: All right, but piggyback. But them, this my new dog.
2: offensive coordinator and new this Brett. new quarterback Brett. gives us a chance. Lashley. You know, Red Lashley. This pl- this team finally has a spread offense. There you go, a spread offense, which should have been uh, an offensive scheme, given the talent that we have down here. In South Florida. Bunch mm-hmm. of speed guys. We got mm-hmm. speed. Mm-hmm. You can't fuck with that Florida speed you down here. You want
1: motherfuckers that able to have motherfuckers run up in that furrow real quick and fast. Now, again, at the end of the day, we got people that, that, that are stuck in their fucking ways. At the end of the day, you got people like old motherfuckers that they're not trying to change shit. Manny Diaz is young. He's innovative. He know when he fucked up. That's why I respect him even more when he motherfucking fucked up last year, and he like, man, I ain't gonna make this be part of my motherfucking legacy. My old boy is the senator of Miami, of senator of Florida. He yeah. was the former mayor of Miami. I'm, I, I, I'm not gonna fuck up that legacy right there. Yeah. I gotta be good when I'm motherfucking be on ESPN. So I'm gonna fire all the coaches that that so messed fired up last year. That's fire what he the did. Ass. And not even much as that, even last year when his homeboy on the defense was tripping, what he did in the end. When he did it, um, midseason, he took over the defensive cause. He like, man, yo, you my homeboy? but well, we tripping right now. I got to take it back. And then that's when Miami wind up doing a little better defensive-wise midway into the season because I like a motherfucker that no damn this didn't work. Let me change it. I don't like people that keep trying to open the door with the wrong key. This ain't the right key. So I'm going to fire them coaches. I'm going to hire some real niggas. I'm going to hire red uh, 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 Lashley, the, 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 the guy that's very innovative, innovative, that don't have the players that Miami produce or the Tri-County. And I'm going to go ahead and run up in that furrow. And what you've been seeing, we've been – Seventy, eighty plays a game. Fall up, falling in that sack, and that sack is moist right now. Trust, it's moist. We ready to have that thing, bust a nut. You feel me?
2: Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, we'll we'll see what happens. But I, I really feel like Derrick King and the combination of Rhett Lashley has a chance to do something great here. Um, at Miami, I think they're gonna surprise a lot of a lot of teams this season. Uh they play Clemson at Clemson, which is gonna be a crazy game, and then you have to beat Clemson again in the second game. I think if they lose the first game to Clemson and still make it to the championship game, they can make it to the college football playoff if they do that i mean I mean I think that's the best case scenario. just lose the first game because they'll play at Clemson the first game mm-hmm. Um, but if they win the division, they'll likely play Clemson again.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You, you know what I want to ask y'all? Uh, pretty much because y'all talk about, like, Texas, like, Derek King. Like, I want to know – one thing I want to know is, like, who has better high school football players that transition to college and then to pro, Florida or Texas?
1: I think Florida has – it's naive it's a no brainer Florida has more players that go to college football and transitions into the league than any state in the United States of America. I think California produces a lot I think Texas produces a lot, but they don't produce the players that come and make Hall of Fame in the n f l that makes a mark in um the the um college football league, I think any player in uh, Tri County can easily make it to the NFL off of pure talent. I don't know is because is is it because we're closer to the equator and we normally live in hot weather where we're able to rehab better. We're able to have more stamina than other players. We able to have more endurance than other players because of the heat. But look, it be like hundred degrees down here, hundred and six down here. You know? So that I think Miami that, heat. Yeah, in that Miami heat, you know, you know, just like the Miami heat, the heaters. Texas is hot, but it's different. We have humidity also over here. That be fucking our ass up. I'd be like, look, my AC at the crib be on sixty five degrees at night and during the day it'd be on seventy one. Why? Because it's hot as fucking this motherfucker. So imagine the motherfuckers working out in that shit. The motherfuckers able to have that endurance, able to have that stamina, able to go ahead and persevere when it comes to certain things that other states that's in cold weather sometimes don't have.
2: Um, I, I think it's that, and it, it, it's really the hardships that these players go through. Um, I think. The fact that a lot of these players come from you know, um, situations that other people don't want to other people don't want to be in. Let's just say that. Meaning, you know, egg sandwich, so they they're they're dogs. Lunch and dinner. They're dogs out there. They're hungry, so they're willing to you know train as hard as they can to get out the hood. You know, Kool-Aid um savage. And I think when it comes to Texas and and, and Florida. They both they both produce uh, a lot of talent. I actually do a report every year on that, and Texas actually won out this year. And what I base it on is number of Pro Bowls. Because if you're doing like if you doing it on the professional level, and you f- you from a, a certain state, that means you know you're 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 definitely a, a high composite number uh in, in in the equation. Um and then it's really the the players that were drafted. So the players that were drafted, you know, I tally all those up of from what state this year. But so twenty twenty actually Texas was number one, California was actually number two, and Florida was number three. That's a lie. See the thing is the thing is, like, Florida, we got great players. But it's usually with certain positions. As far as quarterbacks concerned, concerned, nah. we don't produce a lot of quarterbacks. Nah. And we Steve generally don't produce a lot team? of offensive linemen either from high school. Ooh.
1: Who you said? What you said?
2: South Florida doesn't produce a lot of quarterbacks, and they don't produce a lot of um, uh, offensive linemen. linemen.
1: You know why? Because, look, man, the motherfuckers at Wisconsin. Texas, Texas is big on The motherfuckers at Idaho. The motherfuckers Texas is at, huge at, at, at Texas. They eating steak, line. steak all day. Miami, like, the reason why we don't produce those players is because, like, they're shedding a whole lot of calories just walking their ass to the, to, to, to the, to the car. Whereas other people, they're able to retain more weight. I be noticing that also, you know, because – you have Texas. They players look like NFL players, Clemson, NFL players. But then you look at Miami um, O-Line, and they O-Line, yeah, they big, but they not as big as them other motherfuckers that's coming from Texas, Iowa, cornbread. Idaho, cornbread. you know, Wisconsin. Cornbread. cornbread. You, they eating cornbread. 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 <laughs> Breakfast, lunch, and cornbread. dinner, they drinking milk. They eating nothing but steak and shit like that. That's why we don't produce the motherfuckers.
0: Okay, so th- th- this is where I'm going. I, I just want to I'm asking the question because like Texas high school football is almost looked at almost as big as fucking right like Super Bowl type shit. Like they go crazy. Over here we're we're pretty big on high school football, but I don't think we're as crazy as yeah. th- as they are. Now, Marcus says they do produce more quarterbacks than us. So, I'm just I want to know like the difference between Florida high school football and Texas high school football and how that Transitions into college
1: And the pros you know what I mean I think when it comes to The transition Me you know my view Is a little bit kind of skewed But I think (laughs) Miami Produces Greater players You know now again I know the Foundation is the O line and the D line And the quarterback You know but the engine is the wide receiver. The engine is the running back. So who would the you say is the, is the, the best player
2: in. from Dade County right now that's that's balling in the
1: NFL? Me, I wouldn't be able well, to. Well, that's that's easy, actually.
2: That's Lamar Jackson. <laughs> oh, oh, okay, okay. Oh, Oh, okay, okay, you okay. Know. You got so, Lamar Jackson. So you, got, you go professional. Yeah, that's, that's Lamar Jackson. But, but, but
1: again, think about it. If you go college right history, now, that's history Trevor Lawrence wide, and he's from Georgia. You got the Dion Sanders. You know, and I, you know, I'm gonna salute my dog. He got the head coach um, position at the HB um, CU. You know, and you know that that's goes to big, a deeper. Not, not, it's big, but it's deeper it's, it's because big. if you go ahead and look at his um, series, he has a series when he was a silo and and his son playing quarterback his team won every year right guess what Texas um athletics did they they said that they didn't want to play them players they didn't want to play that team again you know y'all need to watch that doc, uh, it's not a documentary it's like a series i think that's what i think it was something that had to do with politics that had him just leave the state of texas to go to um mississippi and take that head coach job because You know, I mean, like you see it right now going on in the world. I mean, it's been going down for the longest. You know, you got racism. You got motherfuckers that been in certain positions and don't wanna see certain people, um, you know, make it out or be that figure to make younger uh, adults um, feel like they can strive to, to make that same accomplishment in their life. They wanted the same status quo. So me, I'm gonna salute my dog prime time you know but um at the yeah end of the day, i mean i
2: definitely got to give deon sanders his props for doing this man because it, it's it's really a a really significant move for a player of his uh stature to you know just bring uh some light to hbcus i mean i went to two hbcus i went to florida a&m university to rattlers and then i also went to florida Memorial. so um, you know, HBCUs are definitely, you know, deep in my heart. And the fact that Deion Sanders, you know, said, you know, you know, I'm going to go to a HBCU. He could have probably been a coach at any major um, college, um, you know, as a as a positions coach. Definitely for like a cornerbacks coach. Can, can you imagine Deion Sanders prime time, the best cornerback to ever play this game? Think know, about that. You know, from Florida, and he's producing on this another also. great player in his son. He's got a couple sons actually out there that are gonna be out there balling as well. Exactly. So he's raising them. He did it like, and he's doing it for uh, an HBCU. Now, HBCUs are one of the the teams that, that people brought shun. up college football. Like back in the seventies, um, it was HBCUs us? balling, but then do all of a sudden. Us? Once we became integrated, but do they, shun they started to snatch black um, players from HBCUs that were balling out. Um, that pretty much killed um, HBCUs, which is so ironic um, that integration is what killed the prominence of the HBCUs. Look, you it know? goes so a bigger, deeper For him thing. to go back and just go you know kind of back in time to let his ancestors know like yo I'm doing this for y'all is, is much props and but I think definitely about it, think about it prime think about, time it, for it. Doing think
1: about it. it think about it think about it I don't see something where they said Warren Sapp going to be the defensive line coach you got Terrell Owens it. Terrell Owens going to be the raw receivers coach I love it I love so, it So again it I, love it. nah, 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 I love it. It's crazy. It's going to be crazy, though, because they really don't with. got a lot of coaching experience. Mm-hmm.
2: It's just a bunch of old players. It's like NFL Network is your coaching staff. Nah, but think about <laughs> it.
1: I think it goes more into, like, what we're dealing with right now politically. You know, um, you see a whole lot of racism. I mean, um, and people that get blackballed, T.O., that needed to be a first ballot Hall of Famer that wasn't because he was blackballed. You know, because he kept it a 100, McNabb throwing up in the huddle, and I call it out, certain shit like that. You have prom, you got Warren Sapp. Yeah, man, Warren Sapp a me and man. Of course that nigga going to fuck some hoes. He going to probably pay for that pussy because he got the money. Who am I as a man to shun his <laughs> ass I? in the motherfucking media <laughs> because of some shit? Like, Just you got the man. money, and the girl, she don't have no problem getting that money for whatever services is done, and then now you all of a sudden blackballed. Look, you got to understand, everybody motherfucking shit don't stay in. When that shit come out in the light, people act like they ain't motherfucking did the same shit. You probably did that shit and probably even worse than his ass. But again, I think primetime did that shit because when his ass was whooping their ass in high school in Texas in the third, fourth season, they said, oh, they don't want, he won, Three years straight on their ass, and then they didn't want that shit to happen again. They said they ain't playing his team. It's something that had to do with politics. I don't know the, the 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 exact story behind it, but go ahead and watch his motherfucking series, and you'll see exactly what I'm talking about. Cause it speaks on that exactly what I'm talking about right now. I think that's why he ain't going ahead and hiring a mother another motherfucker. That's the same thing LeBron went ahead and did when he hired Tyrone Lue. They want motherfuckers to. Uh, 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 um, um, ban the black coach like they did Mark Jackson and put Steve Curry in the building and make it seem like he's the greatest coach when Mark Jackson was the one that held it down. Same thing when it comes to uh, um, the Miami Dolphins right now. Hopefully hopefully they don't fire uh, um this black coach and this black general manager, you know, and then wind up um, hiring a white coach and, and white, another so. white general manager because... You know, they didn't want to stay um, true to the process. So, again, I look at Deion Sanders right now, Warren Sapp right now, Terrell Owens right now, on um, putting they foot on the ground right now and saying, We ain't going to take no shit from these motherfuckers and we're going to dominate these motherfuckers and put HBCUs Yo, can you imagine a
2: hard knocks with that? Like a hard knocks version of that? That thing would be crazy. If you had Terrell Owens, Deion, and Warren Sapp like just do a hard knocks i mean just that that would just be a a a crazy show um i mean they're just an hbcu i mean they're a decent hbcu i mean i don't really know as far as you know their stature of how many championships they won or not but i know they're one of the you know they have to be at least mid-tier so but it doesn't really you know matter because the fact that He is at HBCU, is just going to bring more attention to these uh, type of schools, which is really just a game changer all around. You know, another prominent player, a basketball player, decided to go to Howard University. So he could have gone to Duke, North Carolina, any other college. So I think Deion Sanders is just going to make sure he, you know, wins. Over there at, at Jackson State, because it doesn't matter if you don't win. Um, so you 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 gotta win games and prove that you, you know what what you're doing is not a fluke. So there is gonna be some kind of pressure on him to you know turn this around. Uh, but but it's Deion Sanders though. I mean he can probably do no wrong. Uh, just by just continuing to coach them and and recruiting other coaches, he's gonna get recruits. He's going to get some good recruits. He's recruiting players that are from down here already, that I've already seen. You know? Uh, Kareem Roberts, uh, a player out of uh, Miami Northwestern. I spoke to him earlier uh, this summer. Um, He's a player that made plays in in the high school championship game last year in Daytona. And he's already out here recruiting them. So he already knows where to go to as far as recruits. So he's only going to build – um, so to to go back to the other topic that we were talking about with, uh, Florida and, and Texas as far as recruits and how, uh, the players are kind of differentiated, um, yeah, defensive back is a, uh, position that, you know, will always have players. Wide receiver will always have players. Jerry Judy is a player, rookie out there balling. Calvin Ridley is another, um, receiver out of South Florida out there balling. Um Devontae Fearing just got picked up from the Giants and he, we thought his career was over. So we'll see what he does on Sunday. I think I think Dion is definitely not gonna yet. be able to recruit nationally. Not, not just down n- down here. Just any great player from Georgia, Texas, um, California, uh he'll be able to recruit those type of players. But it's still, you know, not really Division One A or FBS, you know. So they're not really competing for a national championship against like an Alabama or Ohio State. So we'll never see anything like that unless they change the alignment, which likely is never going to happen. There you go. So that's kind of another way, you know, you're keeping the the HBCU down. It's like you're not even going to compete for the championship uh, college football championship as we know it you know you'll never be able to compete against uh, an ohio state or alabama or lsu goes back to politics so uh unless that changes if stuff like that starts to change i mean who knows i mean obama said he wanted co- uh, playoffs in college football boom we get playoffs in college football so <laughs> po- pol- um you know politicians can move the needle When it comes to stuff like that, because it's really all about equality, which is what the playoffs are really about, because Mm, college football is is one of the biggest money grabs. It's one of the biggest money grabs
1: in sports. It's not about equality. As as far as them just
2: exploiting these players who don't even get paid, can't, can't even get a job. I
1: agree. It's the
2: biggest money grab in sports, college football. I agree so but it's not equality but it's not equality because, because hbcus <laughs> can't compete for a championship if it
1: was equality they really would have 10 teams in the playoff system if it really was equality then you know the brackets will really get changed you know they'll open certain shit up you know the same thing like give you an example right now i think in major league baseball i'm not sure exactly how many teams i think 16 teams can be in the playoffs now when it never been like that. Really? Yeah, Damn. I'm not. I'm not sure if it's, they're gonna keep it like that. Oh, so but, that's
2: how we made the playoffs.
1: <laughs> but we made the play, but, but we have a good record though. It's not like we just. Damn, I didn't know was that much. So yeah, I gotta check that. When it when it comes down to it, like it's not about equality because if it was about equality, going back to college football, it'll be ten, not eight in the playoffs if it came to baseball this 16 16 team in the playoff system should have been already like that you know yeah. and the garbage teams would have got kicked out early anyway saying so what they haven't even meant anything when it comes to the nba you know how they be cheating and they want certain people to be in the finals and you know they they were already talking about changing the playoff system To like whoever has the best record it don't matter what division you're in east or west like it's not about equality it's about people making money continuing to make that same money and exploiting the players like you say because it's just like modern day slavery you know what I'm saying yeah because they give you these millions but these millions don't really mean nothing to them they billionaires or trillionaires yeah, it speak, means something if that. you're broke like me and my dog, you feel me? We got to work tomorrow. or Not tomorrow, but on Monday. We got to go to work. It's different. So, yeah, you better than us, but are you close to them, which is a no, you know? So well, even though What's they gave- more
2: on an equal playing field, I, I think, is the NFL. Uh, so, the NFL, the, these guys make millions. They get paid. So, let's talk about the NFL a little bit since we haven't really touched on that. Now, the Dolphins. Uh, finally got their first win of the season, beating the Jacksonville Jaguars. I mean, it was the Jacksonville Jaguars, so okay. But at least it's a win, so we take them whenever we can get them, you know. Uh, But I think the Dolphins definitely have a legit chance to, dare I say it, make the playoffs. (laughs) I, I, I think they can make the playoffs, man. You know, because I feel like the two teams that they played are actually going to make the playoffs.
1: I don't want to make the playoffs.
2: I feel like New England is actually going to make it, and I think Buffalo is going to make it, too. So we're going to be that third team.
1: Look, man. To make it out of the division. I'm a Heat fan, a diehard Heat fan. I'm one of the motherfuckers that was – staying up late till like 1 o'clock when we played the jets when we was whooping they ass and wayne Corbet and they dog ass done came back and whooped our ass and we won we, we was up by like seven touchdowns so me personally when it comes to the dolphins i don't want them to win right now because i know that we got two first round picks next year and i know that we need a dn And I know that we need uh, 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 another linebacker or another piece to the puzzle. So, me, it's win or lose. Now, it's not win and we're 88 like the last 20 years. No. It's either we're winning and we're making the playoffs or we're garbage as fuck and we got a good draft pick, which we do have this year. I'm looking at the, um, the Miami Dolphins right now. Last year, we didn't have no O-line. This year, the O-line is giving the quarterback some type of time. It's not yep. the best O-line, but it's better than a lot of O-lines that's out, year, out here. I'm looking at the D-line. The D-line is looking awesome. What is looking awesome? But we don't have no D-ends that can really rush to the quarterback. So that's a detriment. Meaning again, how we're gonna get the number one, number two, top ten D ends in the draft? That's gonna make a difference. Is we gotta be garbage? We got we can't be eight and eight, seven and nine, and and, and not making a playoff. No, if you're a real Miami that's, Dolphins that's, fan, that's done. We're we're, we're
2: done with that. If, we did no, no, that like, last year. We got Tua. We got our quarterback.
1: We, we don't need more. to do that again. We, we and need, we got
2: we like, need, draft picks we out the ass D next end. year, too. We need a D. We good. We, need we don't a need to end. suck again. We need a D. Start to start winning games, See, bro. but look.
1: Start, no, 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 no. <laughs> it's not start winning, winning games. It's start looking like a decent team. We haven't looked like a decent team in years. I, I think they looked like this a decent year, team this season. And decades, and decades. So, again, when it ultimately comes down to it, nah, you look man. at what w- didn't work. Made it, made what was the, the problem a who you ago? <laughs> what was the problem years ago? <laughs> Let me name the problems. We had no quarterback. Now we got two. COVID happened, so you don't got no OTAs. You don't got no, no this, that, and the other. So I wouldn't put him in anyway, even if he was ready right now. Because I got to make sure that the O-line is on point and you're not going to re-injure yourself off somebody having a misassignment and you're back on the fucking bench or your career is done. That was one problem that we had with the Miami Dolphins. The second problem that we had with the Miami Dolphins is we had no O-line. The O-line is looking decent. I don't care if we win the game, but... I want you to win or lose the game because it's just we just lost the game. Not because, oh my God, my yeah. quarterback suck. Oh my God, our wide receivers suck. Oh my God, the DN suck. You feel yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah.
2: I mean I think the you know, I, I think they got a chance to make the playoffs, which is which, you know, I think is gonna be great for that coach. I mean, we talked about uh Flores being a black coach and you got a black GM as well. So you kinda wanna see them you know do good and keep their job um so i i i, I just don't think we need to suck again <laughs> for a whole season you know um we got our franchise quarterback i really feel like he's gonna be great keep building on that o-line um you know we uh, I feel like we need defensive back help. Even though we like paid all of this money for these two defensive backs, I feel like for the corners, these guys are not durable, you know? They're mm-hmm. not going to last and you are like
1: paying too much money. I think Byron Maxwell, Byron, Byron, so I think um, on
2: another young corner or see, a young safety.
1: see the, but that's what I'm saying. How are we going to get these, these these great safeties that you're talking about? These great DBs if we're not high in the draft pick, it just yeah, makes like common logic. If you want the best corner or the top two corner, you have to suck. You can't be a good team. And, or unless you got a, 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 a you made a trade and the team that you made a trade with suck and you got the draft pick. And that's the only way that's, that's, that's the Houston, Texas. We got their pick. We hopefully they lose all their fucking games and we could use their pick. But again, Ultimately, you can't really make that change without them great players. Without them great players. And people want the great players, but they don't want to suck. You have to suck to get Tua. You have to suck to get Trevor Lawrence. You got to suck to get these DBs that we're oh. talking about. So, like, I don't know how we're going to get these great DPS unless they're like a diamond in a rough.
2: Oh, um, you, you can get a – I think right see, now the, thing the is, Dolphins
1: you, are looking You can get a great decent. player. They're looking like At any a time in the draft. real NFL team. You know, when we play New England, like me personally, I hate playing scrambling quarterbacks. For the longest, we played quarterbacks that stayed in the pocket. Tom Brady, Peyton Manning. They're gone. They're either on another division or they're retired. I'm used to playing these quarterbacks. So when we play quarterbacks that can not have no wide receipt over on open, tuck it down and 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 make the first down when it's like 3rd and 10, 3rd and 12 and they still make the third on um, the third down. Like these are the quarterbacks that I don't like. So when we played New England, of course, we're not used to playing a running quarterback. So, you know, yeah, we got Josh Allen last year, but he was a running back that really didn't have no accuracy. So, we really didn't really fail that bad to him running because yeah, you made the run play, but you couldn't make the pass play in crunch time, you know? So the Dolphins right now, me looking at them like a team right now, I think the O-line is great. I think the D-line is good. I think the wide receivers are good, not great, because it's either you're injured or people are dropping the balls. But they're not dropping the balls as much. I think the DBs is okay because, you know, the guy that we paid all this money to got injured, Why? There's no OTAs, no this, that, and the other, and he was playing a fast-ass motherfucker, and he got injured. But ultimately, I've been watching the Miami Dolphins for years. You also, Marcus, we had no O-line. Does the O-line that was an F last year look like a C-plus? Yes, it does. Does the quarterback last year uh, um, look the same? He looks the same. I know he has his bad days. But we got Tua. It don't matter. We got the motherfucker that we wanted anyway. Devontae yeah. Parker, he's dominating. He's doing the same thing he did last year, and he's fucking injured. He got a hamstring injury, and he's still doing his thing. When it comes to that rookie running back that we got, he's doing his thing. We got Breida. I know you want you, you want plays. I know you, you got Howard. You want plays. But I think they're doing this as a certain um strategy, whereas – they don't want to injure y'all motherfuckers like they did um the corner. They paid all that bread to. They want y'all to get some place here and there. The lap, The first four days is gonna be your um, preseason. You'll 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 get into football form, and then you'll go ahead and yeah. and wind up doing your thing later on in the season. But the Dolphins yeah. are looking great. They're looking great. They're I, not looking like a championship team like Baltimore. Or yeah, of course City. not. Of course, of not. course we're, not. We're
2: we're far from a championship, you know, but uh there will be a championship decided tonight for the middleweight in uh UFC, you know. So I I mean, I, I really want to see if uh Adesanya is really is really going to um do something uh tonight. Uh undefeated versus undefeated. So it's it's really all what you would want in a fight. Two two great um, fighters. I mean, of course, you got the the Nigerian who who's like all extra flamboyant. But uh, who do you think is gonna win? Uh,
0: Nigerian Australian, but anyway, um, I think uh, I'm gonna go I'm gonna go with Adesanya. Mm-hmm. But um, based based off of the two, Paulo Costa, which is like this um. Pretty boy, juiced up Brazilian looking motherfucker, but the dude could fight. The dude could fight. Like he's like a little pit bull type dude, like almost like a Mike Tyson. Yeah, he could fight. But Adesanya, he could fight too, and he has the length. So I'm gonna go with Adesanya just by maybe a um, decision. You probably just pick him up. Yeah, I'm taking a decision too. Him, if Adesanya keeps him at length, then he's good. But Paulo Costa.
2: Who's better on the ground?
0: Come on, man. Brazilians are born with uh, fucking Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu black belts, man. <laughs> you know what I mean? They come out the womb with the Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu black belt. You know what I mean? Yeah. So uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with Adesanya. But if uh, Acosta could catch him, you know, you never know.
2: Yeah. I mean, yeah, I'm going to go with Adesanya too. Uh, I feel like he's going to, you know, do what he does in the ring. I feel like um, he has a chance to be one of the great ones, too. You know? I mean, how many other fighters are really started off undefeated with these many wins?
0: I mean, there, there's a lot of people who start undefeated, but there's not a lot of people who actually have, like, that sort of composure that this kid has. Like, he's, like, pretty much like a star in the making. Like, he, he hasn't fucked up yet. Like, if he was about to get fucked up, he had a fight with this dude, Kelvin Gastelum. This uh, other, I think he's like Brazil. He's American, but I think his background is Brazilian. But he's like a little short guy, almost like Paulo Costa. That could yeah. fight, and right. they went to war. Like if you watch that fight, that's like one of the one of the best fights ever, like stand up. But um, yeah, I'm gonna go with Adesanya uh, decision, and then there there's also a good uh, co-main event in Dominic Reyes versus. E. N. Blackovich, some shit like that. <laughs> yeah. That should be good too, cause uh that's um I think that's middleweight where John Jones is vacating. Oh light heavy. Light heavy. Oh okay. So John Jones is vacating. Why is he vacating? He's going to heavyweight. Oh, okay. He's making his move up to heavyweight. He already he already done whooped everybody up in light, light heavy. Uh he did fight Dominic Reyes, though, which Dominic Reyes, a lot of people say he beat John Jones, which I do agree. I watched that fight, and he clearly beat John Jones, but they gave the decision to John Jones. Damn. He already cleared out the division, so he's going to heavyweight. So they're fighting for the newly relinquished light heavyweight belt. So that, that should be a good fight, too. So we'll see what happens with UFC, and uh, I don't know what's going on with boxing right now. Yeah. Oh, oh. Who, do you,
2: who do you think is the best uh, fighter of all time?
0: Boxing or? UFC. John Jones. Really? Yeah. It has an asterisk because of all the fucking right. steroid shit. Right. So there's an asterisk. That's I'm like gonna,
2: saying Lance Armstrong is the best, best cycler of all time.
0: But, but he is. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? But he is. Because everybody was juicing at that time. So he was the best cyclist the best, while everybody the best was best juicer. He was the best all right. juicer. All right. So, if not John Jones, I'm gonna go with George St. Pierre.
2: I was thinking about him. No, no, Anderson Silva. Love.
0: Uh, the thing is, Anderson Silva started getting like you know he got knocked out by fucking around and by Chris Weidman. And then he fought Chris Weidman again. He kicked him and broke his shit. He broke his own shin while kicking <laughs> Chris Weidman. Damn. Uh, so his
2: legacy is tarnished with that.
0: Not tarnished, but it just didn't. It didn't. End as a fairy tale ending. St. Pierre ended fairy tale ending. You know what yeah. I mean?
2: Did you hear that um, McGregor is thinking about fighting Manny Pacquiao? Pacquiao?
0: Yeah, I heard that. I heard that, but I also heard he's trying to. I also heard he was asking Dana White for a Diego Sanchez fight, which Diego Sanchez is like this old, old, old. Um, how would you say? Gatekeeper. Gatekeeper, not tomato can. Tomato can is somebody who's whack. Gatekeeper, somebody who's good but just isn't good enough to make it over like that hump, right? Right. Diego Sanchez is one of the... but he's old as fuck. But supposedly McGregor is asking about him too. So oh, okay. I don't know what the fuck McGregor is doing. So right So how now.
2: many times is this motherfucker gonna retire and well, then come back? Like,
0: the, the more you retire, the more the more money you can ask for when you when you want to come, come back. back right? <laughs> yeah exactly. You want to go? Oh no! I'm making a comeback, baby. You know people are gonna watch, so. He's he's pulling the Mayweather. He's, he retires and he's like, All right, I'm coming back. Who wants to pay me more money? You know what I mean? So,
2: see that that's the type of money I need, yo. Know, that retirement money. <laughs> that's basically what they are doing. Like they just still making money while still retired. You know?
0: Yeah, man. Yeah. But it's um, a hard sport. But um, but Pacquiao
2: though, Pacquiao he, he's still like Pacquiao out beat there fighting. The out of McGregor.
0: <laughs> Pacquiao's still fighting good. Yeah. Yeah. So, Pacquiao's still fighting pretty fucking good. He's still fighting, like, elite competition and still beating him. I forgot the last person he fought, but he's he's still fighting pretty uh, wow. good people.
2: That would be a big fight, though, if that happens.
0: Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, I guess this is the, cl- the conclusion to Mark West's Sportscast Episode 2. All right.
1: Yo. All right. You already know how niggas slide. It's the end of the dance. So we're going to be back next week, Saturday, to give you more of this good shit. You know how we slide.